If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Welcome to Ochenta Stories. Recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in lockdown around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Maru Lombardo. And this week's story comes to us from Brooklyn, New York. It was written and performed by audio journalist Vivian Schutz alongside Susie Cosmin and David Hiron. Surely a lot of us are expecting to reunite with family members and friends after the coronavirus pandemic. Family Reunion is a short non-fiction piece about what happens when long-distance relationships come together after being so much time apart. This work, originally in English, has been adapted into Spanish, and you can listen to that version later on in the episode. And now, without further ado, here is Family Reunion by Vivian Schutz. Just a walk through from the plane to the area, my my heart was beating really hard and was really, 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 really nervous. This is Susie, and she's on her way to the arrival area at the Nashville airport. It's a moment she's worked towards for years. She finally is able to reunite with David, her boyfriend and the father of her son. In my mind was the last day that I actually said goodbye to David at the apartment, and that was it. This last day was more than three years ago. It was in their apartment in Peru, Susie's home country. They were in love and Susie was pregnant. But then David had to go home. The Navy had restationed him back to the U.S. I look around and I didn't see David, but then I turn around and... The man standing before her after three and a half years of being in a long-distance relationship is a very different man. He had visibly aged. I can see that he went through a lot, as much as I did. He was just halfway of the weight that when he left Peru. He was, he was a skinny. After David had left Peru, Susie gave birth and named their son after his dad, David Jr. They wrote letters back and forth and had phone calls every week. Susie tried to get a visa for the U.S., but it was denied. David sent money, but he couldn't come back to Peru because of his new job. He was married when he dated Susie, and she didn't know. When they said goodbye, he told her he would get divorced and come back to her. David holds flowers and smiles at Susie when she enters the arrival hall. His blue eyes are tearing a little bit. I just run basically toward him, and we forgot that he had the flowers. We just hug each other, kiss each other, and cry and cry and cry. Everything that you wanted to say at that moment is gone. Everything that you want to ask the why is gone. It's just like, forget about it, we're here. She was finally here. Hugged each other and kind of stood there for a couple minutes, hugging each other. For me, it was a total happiness. 
But there is one more thing to do. Just trying to get our son with us. Because he had me again, but I was here, but he had to meet his son. He hasn't seen him yet. David Jr. is three and a half years old and still in Peru. Susie's mom and sister took care of him while Susie was traveling to the U.S. David has never met his son. He only knows him from pictures and phone calls. Right after her arrival, Susie lets her family know that she's safe. They put David Jr. on a plane headed for the U.S. As the son of an American, he didn't need a visa. And then Susie and David pick him up at the airport. I was anxious to finally physically see him and hold him. I was hoping his reaction towards me would be good. I actually broke down and cried. David was like, oh my gosh, it's my dad. Daddy, yes, it's daddy, it's dad. It's papa. Well, in the moment, he only speaks Spanish. So it's papa, papi. They, they hug each other, kiss each other. David cried, obviously, seeing his son for the first time and, and missing all the birth and all the noise and all the real things that he regretted later. Susie took a photo of this moment. David is wearing a white dress shirt with black stripes and he's down on his knees, giving his son a big hug. I felt top of the world. Very, very happy. Very proud of the two of them for what they went through for me. And I think Susie was very proud of me also for what I went through for them. Because, hey, I gave up a lot. And I know Susie did too. At this moment, a nerve-wracking chapter of Susie's and David's life ends and a new one opens up. One in which they all three, mom, dad, and son, live together. I have my family together. I have my family now, so I can I can do anything. I can I can do anything if I was able to get my family like this. Because seeing your son with his father, and I can see that this this dream I have in my mind about the relationship that I know David can give to his only son. It was, I was right. I was right about this, me doing what I have done. It, it was the right thing. And his dad had the patience of talking, the patience of teaching, the patience of, of opening him up to new worlds, to new things. It was beautiful. Reunión Familiar, escrito por Vivian Schutz y presentado en español por Vanessa Valencia, Rosa Saldaña y Fernando Echevarría. Justo cuando llegué, mi corazón comenzó a latir muy fuerte. Me encontraba muy, muy nerviosa. Yo solo pensaba en el último día en que nos despedimos en el apartamento. Quien habla es Susi una madre peruana que está de camino a la zona de llegadas en el aeropuerto de Nashville, en Estados Unidos. Es un momento que ha esperado por años. Finalmente puede reencontrarse con David, su novio y el padre de su hijo. Recordaba el día en el que le había dicho adiós a David en nuestro apartamento. Y eso fue todo. Ese día fue hace más de tres años, en su apartamento en Perú, el país natal de Susi. Estaban enamorados y Susie estaba embarazada, pero luego David tuvo que regresar a casa. 
tenía órdenes de reincorporarse a la Marina de los Estados Unidos. Miro a mi alrededor y no veo a David. Y de repente me volteo y allí está. La persona que está frente a ella, después de tres años y medio de estar en una relación a larga distancia, se veía muy diferente a como Susy la recordaba. Había envejecido visiblemente. Pude ver que él pasó momentos difíciles, lo mismo que yo. Había perdido la mitad del peso que tenía cuando salió del Perú. Estaba delgado. Después de que David se fuera de Perú, Susy dio a luz a un niño a quien llamó David Jr. Se escribían y llamaban periódicamente. Susy trató de conseguir una visa a los Estados Unidos, pero le fue negada. David envió dinero, pero no pudo volver a Perú por su nuevo trabajo. Él aún estaba casado cuando salía con Susy y ella no lo sabía. Cuando se despidieron, le dijo que se divorciaría y volvería con ella. David sostiene un ramo de flores y le sonríe a Susy. Sus ojos azules se llenan de lágrimas. Mi primer impulso fue correr hacia él. Olvidamos las flores, nos abrazamos, nos besamos, lloramos todo lo que pudimos. Todo lo que le quería decir, preguntar, todo lo olvidé. Nos olvidamos de todo. Estábamos juntos. No pudimos dejar de besarnos, abrazarnos, llorar. Nunca lo había visto llorar tanto. Por fin estaba aquí. Nos abrazamos y nos quedamos ahí juntos un par de minutos. Para mí fue una felicidad total. Pero había algo pendiente y tenían que hacerlo. Intentamos traer a nuestro hijo con nosotros, porque David ya me tenía a mí de vuelta, pero tenía que conocer a su hijo. No lo ha visto todavía. El tema es que David Jr. tiene tres años y medio y todavía está en Perú. La madre y la hermana de Susie lo cuidaron mientras ella viajaba a los Estados Unidos. David nunca ha conocido a su hijo. Solo lo conoce por las fotos, videos y las llamadas telefónicas. Después de haber llegado a los Estados Unidos, Susy le hace saber a su familia que llegó bien. Así que la familia manda al niño en un avión con destino a Florida. Como es hijo de un estadounidense, no necesitó una visa. Entonces, Susy y David lo recogen en el aeropuerto. Estaba ansioso por verlo físicamente y abrazarlo. Esperaba que su reacción hacia mí fuera buena. De hecho, me derrumbé y lloré. David estaba como, solo habla español, decía papá, papi, sí, es papi, papá. Se abrazan entre ellos, se besan, David está llorando, obviamente, está viendo a su hijo por primera vez, se había perdido su nacimiento y todos los momentos felices que conlleva el crecimiento de un hijo, eso era lo que más le entristecía a David. Susi tomó una foto de este momento. David lleva una camisa de vestir blanca con rayas negras y está de rodillas, dando a su hijo un gran abrazo. Me sentí en la cima del mundo, muy, muy, muy feliz, muy orgulloso de los dos, por lo que pasaron por mí. Y creo que Susy también estaba muy orgullosa de mí, también por lo que pasé por ellos, porque, oye, di muchas cosas de mí, y sé que Susy también lo hizo. En este momento termina un capítulo angustioso de la vida de Susy y David y se abre uno nuevo en el que los tres, 
mamá, papá e hijo están juntos. Tengo a mi familia unida ahora. Puedo hacer cualquier cosa. Me siento con la capacidad de hacer de todo por tenerla así. Viendo a mi hijo con su padre, puedo ver este sueño que tengo en mi mente sobre la relación que David puede tener con su único hijo. Tenía razón sobre lo que he hecho. Era lo correcto. Su padre tuvo la paciencia de hablar, la paciencia de enseñar, la paciencia de enseñarle mundos nuevos, cosas nuevas. Fue hermoso. This episode was produced by Studio Chenta and it was written and performed in English by Vivian Schutz. Vivian is a freelance audio journalist from Berlin, now living in New York City. She studied journalism and radio art in Germany and is now producing long-form audio documentaries, short audio dramas, and narrative stories for podcasts. She is currently working on a documentary about Orthodox women in Brooklyn who are negotiating boundaries in their relationship with God, modern society, and their traditional religious beliefs. Special thanks to Vanessa Valencia, Rosa Saldaña, and Fernando Echevarria for performing in the Spanish-language version of this story. And thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Ochenta Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can also find transcripts and learn more about the project, which is still accepting pitches, over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to betmgm.com and enter code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500.